you know, I, I love my moms and they, they watch and listen to everything I do. And uh, when I got the role of the L word, I moved out here before that. There's a scene in episode three where Micah has a hookup. Too much for my parents. Um, uh-huh. I knew it was coming. I went home. I went back to my room and I closed the door because I just, I could not, I couldn't sit there. I couldn't even be in the hallway. Then I, I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the response. And I hear my mom going, no. Oh, no, Leo. No. Leo, no. What no. are you doing? What is happening? <laughs> what are you doing? I am going on tour. I'm going on tour through Texas. I'm hitting Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio at the end of June. AshleyGavin.com. Go check it out. Okay, and now a little audio note about this episode. Uh, there's a Jen reference in here. This was recorded way before last week. Um, so if you haven't listened to last week's yet, I don't want to spoil it. Go listen to last week's. It's important. Also, in the middle of the episode, our audio cut out, so there's one minute of backup audio, and then it resumes about halfway through. And that's why Patreon donations are really, really important. Usually, we're filming this on four cameras, so uh, then I'm also monitoring the regular audio and the backup audio um, and making sure that the guest is doing all the things that they have to do. That's several people's jobs, but right now it's mine. So uh, if you want higher quality and less mistakes so that we can hire someone and pay them fairly, patreon.com slash WHGS. Right now our uh, personnel, like our staff costs, are approaching $2,000 a month. So it's really helpful if everyone who listened donated a dollar. We could pay everyone fairly um, and have a lot more time to make a lot more content because we'd have a full team. Uh, so consider that. And there's 45 minutes of bonus audio on this episode. So it is worth it. That's one of the things you get. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Hilarious episode. I hope you enjoy it. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too, if you go over and take their little quiz their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you, and you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to, to tell. I don't know what story to tell. We have questions. We'll, yeah. we'll get gonna, it out of we're you. Gonna, yes, we will get it. Uh, whether you want that or not. That was so, a joke. You don't have to tell us anything. I mean, in theory. Th- <laughs> theoretically, mean, yeah, in theory, he does yeah, have yeah. to tell us something. Sure, yeah. But hey, you can lie. So. You can you can exit the podcast yeah. anytime gotcha. you want. I gotcha. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just like, boop. Adam Driver did that on uh, Fresh Air. You oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were doing a bit. Like no, Adam no. Driver left our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, Adam Driver was on our podcast and he left it. No, he did it with Terry Gross and he fully just left. What? And she was like... I what is going on? And he left because she played a track of him acting, and he can't listen to himself act. So. Oh, I feel like I've heard this. It was like during the press for Marriage Story or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And she was like, "We're just gonna play a thing. You can take off your headphones and not listen to it." Because I know that they said that. Well, I'm really breaking wow. breaking the news on that his Adam on Driver his rider led. on his on rider. His rider he it has said that he won't listen to himself act, and the fact that they played it. He walked. He walked out of the. And the thing is, is they did it over Zoom, so he was. It was just like still going on the Zoom, and Adam. Just he like, could have just took his head. He just yeah, left really. the meeting. Yeah. So Leo, you could pull an Adam if you wanted to. <laughs> you know, when you see interviews and it's like we didn't agree to talk about this, and I'm like, this is so awkward. What is happening? <laughs> um, you mean like when you're interviewed, or like when other people are interviewed? Do you think? It's no, awkward? like like famous people, like actually oh, famous it. people, yeah. like uh, yeah. I mean, oh, that famous, famous one. Yeah, Downey I don't know Junior, what you're talking about. Or that one that we just resurfaced, like rightfully so, of like David Letterman and Lindsay Lohan, which is really oh, uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Okay, like, pause. Do I, keep talking about I have a couple thoughts. <laughs> Adam Driver doesn't want to hear himself, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
doesn't this seem like look as a comedian i have been listening to my tapes since day one Uh at my stupid first little Uh open mic i feel that adam driver's fear of listening to himself on tape or watching himself on tape has been coddled yeah coddled and i think frankly if he were not famous he would get over it it goes for all white men i'm sorry like i'm sure he's super talented i know he's super talented but i think that goes for like all white men in general yeah it's funny because like as a trans person listening back when i edit my podcast i get like dysphoric sometimes about like my voice or like when i'm watching myself back i get a little bit dysphoric but with adam driver i'm like i don't think I don't think there's really an excuse. And I agree definitely about like hearing your voice too, like as like a trans person in playback, there's always like a moment where you're like, wow, my voice does that thing? Huh? Yeah. We made it through half of the second season and I turned to my co-star and I'm like, does my voice change when I am Micah? And she was like, yeah. I was like, have you noticed that the entire season? And she's like, yeah. What? I don't know how to describe it. It like softens. And it sounds not lower, but it's something about it just quieter. But but I think like specifically too, you, were, you mentioned like the differences in like gendered speaking. Um, I think after like coming out as queer, I let go of what I thought was masculine like intonation mm-hmm. and like types of speech, and I like let myself like emote differently in my voice. I let it like get a little higher. I let it like just play around with whatever like. And it's like this ridiculous thing to me that we've like gendered voices and speaking yeah. so much. It's ridiculous, and I'm really glad I've kind of let myself let go of that. Well, this has been a very thoughtful opening. It really to has. we're having gay sex, <laughs> no, and I we haven't it. introduced anybody. <laughs> Truly, and and uh-huh. I'm, it's right. your the pronunciation of your last name is Shung. Good question. I think folks who are native Mandarin or Cantonese speakers, yes, would say Shung. I I speak a little Mandarin, Leo. Do you? Do wow, not speak to me. Do not speak to me. Do not speak to me. Do not. But I was You're like, like I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I don't know any. So for me, I say Shang. It's pronounced Shang as in Li Shang from the Disney Mulan. That's where I kind of first thought of that being my middle name and it's spelled differently, but it's pronounced the same. Oh, whoa. Wait, who is Li Shang in Mulan? In the original Disney, which I know like I'm going to get roasted by more of my community. <laughs> no, I think that Mulan... The fact that Mulan has not come up on the podcast is yeah, actually, that's actually crazy. True. Yeah, Mulan has never come well, up on the podcast. Because it's it's like legit gay. But um <laughs> It's gay, my, it's trans, oh, yeah. it's um, everything. It, yeah, it's huge. Uh, I didn't know this growing up. I, I didn't grow up in a in a Chinese family. I didn't grow up kind of as knowledgeable around Chinese stories and like kind of have that like lineage to draw on. Um, and so like as a kid, I'm watching it and it's like the only way that like kids in my class kind of can relate to the fact that I dress more masculine. So like for me, that was that held a different significance than me being like, oh, this is the story that like represents my culture. I got older and realized it was not as historically accurate. Um, but, you know, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Print on, on my life, my journey. And I and uh, I was 12 or 13 when I was like trying to find a name that fit for my middle name and 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 uh, oh. Shang. Uh, was it? Oh, that's awesome. awesome. We took another heartfelt diversion. I'm loving this. This is incredible. But we're so happy to have you. You're an actor. You're on the reboot of The L Word. I mean, just a phenomenal guest. Yes. Leo <laughs> Shang. Yes. Wait. Yeah. I got to hit the thing. We're that's so, a live studio audience, Leo. That's huge. We're so <laughs> excited to have you. Usually we do banter up front, Leo, yeah. but you've already um have You the, aced it. Yeah. You aced it and <laughs> yeah, the we, audience, we tested you and you got an A plus on banter. The audience at home is <laughs> is not only crying, but they're like they're already like it's very emotional. Yeah, it's they're very also heartfelt. Googling Mulan right now. They're, they're like, <laughs> what was what wasn't true about Mulan? You're saying that <laughs> the whole story wasn't true. It's like, yeah, weirdly enough, Disney does do that with most movies I, so god i love mulan i love mulan as a gay woman as a feminist until the fucking end yeah <laughs> when it's like jesus fucking christ can't she be the more mask in the relationship yeah yeah like just I, that's what i wanted i really wanted her to be gay at the end of the day but i mean like it, that was like what the 90s that came out and like it ni- was it was pretty cool for the time oh absolutely but anyway mm-hmm. let's get into it yeah let's i am actually oh we do these intros leo you're gonna be fine I'm Ashley Gavin. I am a cis, gay, white woman. She, her pronouns. My Mandarin 
is not good. I I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned my Mandarin. I don't want anyone coming at me for my Mandarin. It's very bad. I haven't spoken Mandarin in a decade. Can I just say though, Ashley's never gotten a guest last name right. It is actually statistically Ashley has gotten just about every single guest last name wrong. Oh, I'm honored. No, I it mean, was so, truly like I can't believe this is like you yeah, you yeah. like actually got this right. Look, I'm a, I'm about to. This is real risk of cancellation. What I'm about to say, okay? Uh, I my job on the oh, podcast yes. is to yeah introduce yeah, me it. first, and then we'll decide. And if then, this as is always, sayable. my youth in the sound booth keeps me from getting canceled. Well, maybe we'll see in we'll about see. two minutes. We got a camo, yeah, a camo baby Rock over the here. Tree. Can I even what? I hear a baby, but I can't see one. That was funny. What is that? Is that a goo goo gaga? Is that a is that, is that a whimper that a out there? Goo gaga. It's Gara Lawning. Yeah, I'm a small child lost in the woods. Hello, I'm Gara. My pronouns are you got they, that at Cabela's. I actually do think it's Cabela's. It's a real oh tree t-shirt. Oh this is now, this is like trans mask. Like this is the trans mask flag. Oh, yeah. It's like the real tree. Like oh, we've yeah. reclaimed real tree. It's actually gorgeous that we reclaimed it. Um, This is what I, I want my I've, wedding dress to be on these. I have two things that I have to get to once we're done with <laughs> Anyway, intro. they, them, trans masculine, non-binary, I'm pansexual and I'm white. And that's it. And Leo, do you mind introducing yourself? Okay. Um, my name is Leo Shang, but probably should be pronounced Shang. Um, I am a queer. I just trans. want to clarify that as a white woman, as a white woman, I did not tell Leo how to pronounce his last name. Oh my God. The listeners no, like, this is true. how this is am true. I supposed and it's, to feel and right now? When people ask me how to pronounce it, I give them the same explanation. For folks who might speak Mandarin or Cantonese, it will be likely seen as Shang. For me, as someone who speaks neither, it is Shang. I uh, am a queer trans man. I use he/him pronouns. I'm an actor uh, sometimes, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm out here in LA, kind of bopping around. And uh, uh, I am not white. Um, I am Chinese American, um, and, and I'm really excited to be here. This has been so fun already. It's only been a few minutes, and I'm oh, so good. Excited. Yeah, that makes me Great. so happy. <laughs> We're um, so the two things I want to address. Yeah, let's go for it. Well, the thing is, <laughs> let's go in. Remember, you can Adam Driver this interview. You can Leo. get up and walk away at any yeah. time. <laughs> but it's weird how with names that are not Anglo names, uh -huh. we just decide how those names are pronounced. Uh -huh. And when yeah. those people get famous, they just have to fucking. Yeah. I mean, Hassan Minaj. Oh, yeah. Has been mispronounced as Hassan. And he only recently clarified that on yeah, Ellen. Right, right. And it's just so weird to me yeah. i don't know well that's my thoughts yeah. as a white person speaking on something yeah. that isn't really mine i feel like i have a very like different experience as like a chinese american because i'm adopted and so like my name growing up my given name was a very like americanized beautiful name and like you know it was a beautiful name it just wasn't for me um and so like i didn't have that ex i didn't i don't have a, that experience of having my name either mispronounced so much that i just kind of go with it and have to suck it up and deal with it and just let people say it um or or having to correct people, um, and and for that, that's uh, that's something that I'm I'm grateful I haven't had to experience. But I'm also like aware of how much that kind of shapes the way we look at, like you said, like non-Anglo names. I always think of like Uzoaduba, how her mom's like, if people can say like Tchaikovsky and uh, whoever the other person was, like they can say your name. Yeah. What do you think, Gara? Am I canceled? I actually I do not think <laughs> you are canceled. I really in this situation do not think I am the person. <laughs> I, I was trying to, to, I was trying to get you. Yeah, you were trying to get Leo, what do you think? Do you think I'm canceled? Um, well, I also don't know if I'm the person to say, given, <laughs> given that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have these experiences and I didn't, you know, obviously I don't speak for the entire Asian community. What do you mean? I think, you know, everyone's messaging me saying, please uh, bring this point up. Um, I think, I think it's an important point And I think like, like accountability is real too so yeah yeah oh, for sure yeah and there's also ways to like respect names and like if you mm. got someone's name wrong and be like oh my name is actually this there's actually yeah. a way to be like oh i'm so sorry yes your name is yes this totally which is sure. honestly i don't find to be that hard but i guess yeah anyway well 
again. We really another like thoughtful it. We just diversion. Keep going deeper and deeper. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, this is the stuff I, like you know race dynamics and like uh, gender and stuff is what I, I I studied and facilitated before I was an actor. So like I could talk about this shit all day. Oh really? So you are the person to cancel me yeah. in a way. <laughs> I don't have that much power. I don't have that much. I don't know if I want it. I don't know. If it's I up want to the people. Mm-hmm. It's really up, it to, the up to the people. Listener, do you think I'm canceled? <laughs> right in. I feel like this is on a flight when like someone is like, what do they call them? When like there's like an undercover air marshal. I feel like that this is this situation. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. On every on every, every flight, podcast. On every <laughs> every podcast there's an undercover podcast marshal. Cancel Marshall. Cancel Marshall. <laughs> um, well, I'm so glad that you're here and you are so thoughtful already. So I know it's going to be a great episode. Mm-hmm. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air. And that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day. And then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boo thang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two-minute mattress quiz and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. The story that I, oh my God, what? maybe I'll tell a story that I didn't know I was going to tell. Oh really? I love that. Organic. Yeah. Please. There's no real ending to the story okay that's fine <laughs> i love that i love that okay yeah just I'll do talk it. about do it i'm gonna talk go. about my study abroad Whoa! <laughs> where's my air horn yeah hell yeah talking about study now abroad listen. wait i have to say i love study abroad kids i didn't go to college so i think study abroad kids like when you're sitting down with someone and they're like you know, when we went to Italy, we ate cheese like this all the time. And I'm like, I'm like, please go on, Denise. Well, you know a per- an aspect of my personality oh my God. that I rarely acknowledge on this podcast, which is like, I don't talk about the things that I've done as a basic white woman. Sure, yeah. I don't, but, but I don't you, super like talking about that. You, you do have huge study abroad energy. Like, what the you fuck have is your problem? Huge I studied abroad energy. Leo, do I have studied abroad energy? I know I brought up that I speak Mandarin very early in the conversation. I, I feel like if you had brought it up like, High, like in the intro, like when we open the camera, maybe. But if you brought it up high, I'm actually Gavin. My pronouns are she, her, and I studied abroad in college. You saved it for a little while into. You want to know something cool about Mandarin, though? The pronouns in in verbal form. Oh no way! Are the same. Oh wow! Uh, I said no way before I even knew it. I feel like whenever people are just like pronouns, gender, I'm like, you're like, that's awesome. Oh my god, that's so cool. Um, (laughs) I love talking about pronouns in written form. They're gendered. Okay. But mm-hmm. in, in spoken form, they're not gendered. I did not oh. know that. Anyway. Yeah, tell us about every day. <laughs> so, yeah, truly. God, I'm, this is the most obnoxious I've ever been. And I hate it. I don't, it's weird because I don't like pretension. I hate pretension. But there are a lot of parts of my life sure. that I could come off as very pretentious. And I'm about to talk about one of them. Yeah, great. And I feel vulnerable. We'll do like a pretentious meter. Okay. If it like, All right, we can hold space for that. Yeah, we can't. We can't hold space for that. We can hold space for that. I love Leo. <laughs> so I studied abroad. <laughs> I went to Hong Kong. Okay, yeah. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I saved up a bunch of money. I worked as a camp counselor. Oh, and yeah. And I took all that also money. Also, another thing, you have huge camp counselor energy. That I will. Big ca- that camp I counselor. That I will yeah. take. Yeah. Huge camp counselor that, like, if I were, a, like, 
a camper of yours, you're going to hate this. But if I were a camper of yours, I'd be like, I think I'm yay. <laughs> be like, I'm, I'm flattered. Gay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saved up this money so that when I studied abroad, I could travel. And one of the places that I went was I met my girlfriend in Australia because that's oh, where whoa. she was studying abroad. Whoa. So the month cool. after my study abroad was over, I lived in her dorm for a month in Australia. I spent every dollar, every dollar that I earned over many summers of working so that I could go on this trip. And we went scuba diving uh-huh. in the it, in the reef, the Great Barrier oh, Reef. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, oh, th- wow. this is why this story is fucking obnoxious and pretentious. Yeah, it, yeah. You it know what I mean? Bit. Like, did you, did you find Nemo while you were there? <laughs> I, I, I actually, um, I, I have no joke for this. <laughs> I, that was the 42 that was Wallaby up. Way. <laughs> that was good. I like that. A lot of Disney references yeah. right now. I love Disney. But the thing was that the, the scuba instructor, this Australian guy, like when we went in, they were like, oh, is anyone dating? Like, like they were just getting to know everybody as they were <laughs> okay. teaching us how to scuba dive. Sure. Yeah. And as you and do. And me and my, <laughs> oh, we, you get to name the, the, oh, the yeah, people in our do, story. This is my ex-girlfriend from college okay. who I went on study abroad with and she studied abroad in Sydney, Australia. Give her a name. Oh my god, Becky. Yeah, Becky. Becky's good. Yeah. Becky's good. So, her name is her name is Rebecca, but when she went to college, she was like, I'm going to start Becky now. now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, the instructor was like anyone here dating and we were like, we're dating. And the instructor was like, what? We were like, we're dating. Oh, Australia? Yeah. No, super pretty homophobic. homophobic country. No, 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 really homophobic. Damn. Yeah, parts. We of have Australia. a lot of Australian listeners. Hell yeah for listening and like you know doing <laughs> living there. But it, I, I've heard so many homophobic things about Australia. Yeah, well, it's so interesting because I'm like I'm thinking about Wentworth being like one of the like super gay show like and like how that must be received among among Australian. Viewers. I don't know what is it Australian. I haven't seen Wentworth. It's like a grittier orange, just new black. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay, okay. And okay. they have a bisexual bachelorette in Australia right now, and they're going to oh, be doing. Yeah, they Ooh. do. Yeah. Oh, they're... that's so interesting. So a lot has changed. Yeah. Also in Nanette, this was, this was many years yeah, ago. Nanette, she talks about a lot. That's like her whole set is about yeah. how homophobic. Yeah. Uh, especially toward gay women. Well, it was a very trying time for me <laughs> on study abroad. I. I had to live in the very oh, yeah, homophobic yeah, country totally. of Australia. Me in and my Sydney. girlfriend, <laughs> two white women in so much pain. <laughs> no, but he was Why like, does it sound like you're doing like poetry right now? I, two slam- white women <laughs> in so much pain. Scuba diving for snap? each other's hearts. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Coral reef glistening. Wow, that's good. Oh. My God. tear rolls down my cheek. Clit throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> How have we not done slam poetry? I know, we should. <laughs> I am underwater, my only lifeline, the oxygen, but you are the oxygen that I breathe. Wait, that was good. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> this is perfect. This is like this next set. Next time you guys get to do a live show. Yeah. Yeah, we should that. do improv. Yeah, we gay should do improv poetry. gay poetry. Yeah, okay, that's perfect. Please. Okay, <laughs> so God, oh, and and the meta, the meta level of this, a white woman doing slam poetry. There's a lot happening here. Okay, there is. but <laughs> we, this guy was super rude and flirted with her this whole yeah. experience. Ew, and we were with him for a few days. Oh, because it's a package. We, we were on a like, boat. Uh... We lived on the boat. See, that's why I don't fuck with boats. Yeah, that right. Yeah, I agree. I can't believe that I brought boats into this. Also, <laughs> fuck me. Okay, I do. I can't. You're like we had an espresso machine on the boat. Um, <laughs> just really good. Woke up in the morning to just like fresh pancakes and like. But the scuba instructor was like really homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I ask you a question, Leo? Sure. Have you like traveled with like a significant other? Ooh. Okay. Well. Yes, I have. Um, so I actually only got my passport about two years ago because I really did not want to go through the process of acquiring all the fucking documents that a trans person or like 
just not this person has to acquire yeah. to do this. And it's a long process and it's not cheap. The, the main thing I remember is we drove from Michigan to like South Carolina. We took turns and I made this awful playlist on Spotify called Trippin' on the Road. Um, <laughs> that was just like 90s, early 2000s hits. Yeah. Um, and this is like the, and, you know, the rest of the trip was fine, but this always stands in my mind, especially lately as like an Asian American person, um, the person I was with it was white. We stopped in this tiny ass little town and we went into this antique store because she loved like vintage kind of kitschy things. And I'm like, okay, sure. We walk in and not only is it Confederate flags, that is one thing. It was mm. Nazi flags <gasps> everywhere. What? Like, like, like little Nazi like what? figurines and like, uh, you know, etched and in, in, into different um, uh, items. and. And we're walking through and I just remember being like, like kind of looking at her like, can we get out of here? And yeah. I don't think she could really read that. I think she knew. I think almost, I think she was aware it was a lot. I wasn't going to be like, I'm just going to wait outside because that feels even less safe to be by myself outside. That was like a really, we were like pretty late in our relationship, almost two years. And I remember being like, this is a really important moment that I'm not going to forget. Um, and, <laughs> and then we left and like literally across the street, like kitty corner is this super cute bookstore, pretty liberal, like, you know, like non-gendered bathrooms. And I'm like, where the fuck are we? Yeah. Like, yeah that's There's crazy. There's so much happening. And, um, I think that was actually the last trip we took before we broke up, but. Wow. Honestly, I cannot imagine anyone <laughs> walking into a store like that and not immediately being like best case you, you walk out period. But the only reason that I would ever stay in a store like that, uh, I'm, I am, uh, Jewish on my mother's side. The only reason that I would stay in a store like that is like, cause it's so cool, like culturally interesting mm -hmm. to like be sure. like what the fuck is this but i'm also people don't always know that i'm jewish because i'm only part jewish uh -huh. and like so i'm safe in there you uh -huh. know what i mean like i i also am not visibly gay sure yeah so i can't imagine being with someone who i would if we went into a place like that together i'd be like hey gara let's leave oh i would fit well right, in the right camo and the mullet right with the camo yeah. and the mullet you're fine <laughs> i can but really sure. i no, think but sure. I, such a red flag yeah. for me leo like yeah. i to be fair I am somebody who also is very aware of others' like desires and needs. So there is a chance that maybe I blocked out where I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Can it can also like stun you. It right. Also you can be in shock. Like, you're like, it's yeah. completely shocking yeah. to see that. Nazi I mean, like, flags. even Jesus. seeing it, like, when you're like in a bathroom and you're just kind of like chilling, like taking a shit, and you just like look up and there's just like on like the wall and you're like, holy mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can understand. You saw the Confederate flag in my bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Let me I'm retake like, that joke. You saw yeah. the Nazi yeah, flag in my bathroom. That's a better one for me. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, we'll use that. Edit that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but just in case anyone thinks that's serious for one second, I can't, whatever. But. Well, good right. thing you added those. <laughs> Another thoughtful moment with Leo. Thoughtful moments with Leo. Yeah, thoughtful moments with Leo. I'm not a, you know, I wish I, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a comedian. And I realized oh, really? that just wasn't going to happen. If I ever were to try, I have like two stories. I'd have uh, all the things that my moms have said to me over the years, which maybe are funny in the moment. <laughs> I have two moms for the record. I have two moms. What? Really? Um, who are both social workers. So my childhood was a lot of expressing your feelings. And <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I love my moms and they, they watch and listen to everything I do. And uh, when I got the role of the L word, I moved out here before that. I was getting texts from my moms uh, that they were watching the original because we didn't have cable. Like I didn't have cable growing up. We had like mm -hmm. an antenna that you got four stations, you know, and uh -huh. it's all super blurry and like you hear it moving and it's like a fucking lawnmower. Uh -huh. um, and On the boat that I was in during the scuba trip, <laughs> we hardly got any self-service. So I totally yeah, understand. You really understand this. <laughs> just like, so you just, we didn't have a connection to like what was happening. And that's kind of like what, you know, not having cable is a little bit like you get the news, but it's local news. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, uh, I was getting text messages, you know, I'd be on set and it's like, oh, Alice just did this or Shane oh, just did this. And uh, and then my mom's like, you know, we're, you know, we're watching this because we're good moms. And I'm like, <laughs> we, there's a scene in episode three where Micah has a hookup, you know, nothing really is shown. 
<laughs> too much for my parents. Um, uh-huh. I knew it was coming. I went home. I was in my, I went back to my room and I closed the door because I just, I could not, I couldn't sit there. I couldn't even be in the hallway. I Adam Driver understands. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Driver would get it. Then I, I'm like, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the response. And I hear my mom going, no. Oh, no, Leo. No. Leo, no. What no. are you doing? What is happening? <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm just like, la, 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 la. They didn't, they, they did. This was not on their bingo card for 2020. Meanwhile, my mother fucking listens to this podcast and told, texted me once that I look really good naked. Oh my But let me just wrap up so we can get over to Leo. But the guy was flirting with her. Okay. It's weird because Jen and I, in my relationship with my current girlfriend, we have a very Mm -hmm. easy time acknowledging that people are flirting with us and we think it's kind of cool and Uh we like talk to each other about it. Yeah, right. We also like, if we're walking down the street and we both happen to glance a bottom that... Mm we think is enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. We kind of respectfully <laughs> glance yeah. the bottom, wait for distance, <laughs> and then confer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the bottom that, that good, we both appreciate. Yeah. And no yeah. one feels jealous of the other person. But in this relationship with Becky, I felt that there was a line crossed with flirting mm-hmm. back with the other person. Oh, she was flirting back. Ooh. I don't really yeah. know. If it was appropriate or not appropriate, because she always said to me, like, I'm just a flirty person. Uh-huh. But then this guy straight up uh-huh. after I left messaged and was like, hey, I'm in Sydney for the weekend. Like, want a bone to so, her? Yeah. And she didn't say yes. But things like that Whoa. happened all the time. Yeah. Which made me think the line of flirtiness had been crossed that multiple people feel that they've been given invitation. Yeah. Again, I'm just trying to enjoy my scuba diving trip. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you're just trying to sit by the bay and maybe get a $200 massage okay? exactly. and, a, and a manicure as well. I don't need my girlfriend flirting <laughs> with, the scuba, with instructor. the scuba instructor. Wait, wait, wait. Leo, what yeah. do you what do you think about flirting in a relationship? There's a few parts to it, right? I think one, is it like a monogamous relationship? Is it one of those things where like you are just like with each other? Great. I mean, that doesn't mean you still can't like have conversations around what it means to interact with people in a potentially flirty way right i'm also mindful of the fact that like this guy clearly was as a, as a guy uh this guy was clearly kind of crossing a line and like as men are wont to do um mm-hmm. and and i can see i mean i don't know this i don't know your ex-girlfriend so i don't know was it like a self-preservation like not wanting to like refuse and like then to be me, in a it position. felt like she no it didn't feel that way at all okay. it felt like she okay. enjoyed it and i think she oh, liked I that i, I was jealous yeah Oh, I mean, she got oh, his okay, number. no, that's not something. That's not healthy. It was Facebook. <laughs> oh, it was Facebook. But she also accepted the friend yeah, request. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah. back then, the, he, that was a big deal. Big deal. Huge deal. Yeah, I think it just boils down to communication about like what do you feel comfortable with, and like can you say I don't feel comfortable when this happens? Like if this is something you want to do, can we talk about it in a way that like makes us both feel safe and secure in this relationship? And like yeah, yeah. like where where does the autonomy like how is that maintained but also like understanding it particularly if you're in a monogamous relationship i whenever someone's like getting flirty with me i make it very clear that there's they don't have a chance like i i will like mm-hmm. hang out with you <laughs> yeah i'll yeah. do the flirty banter yeah. but if you feel like you have a shot and you know sometimes they end up doing a podcast with you for <laughs> a full year and you're still kind of sitting here like <laughs> okay right yeah <laughs> <laughs> sitting by your side do you even know that i am there you're, you're killing it today that was good that was good <laughs> but like and i think that that's what i want from jen yeah i don't want anyone feeling like there's a question about mark about what's gonna happen yeah. i think if both parties know it will not get physical or emotional then the flirting is fine yeah i i agree yeah i absolutely agree but that's my Anyway, that's my that's my <laughs> yeah that's your just little my, gay abroad. That's my sex. study abroad. Um, <laughs> I have a blog. <laughs> yeah, you're you guys study abroad. Go read my blog. study abroad. Yeah, you're blog. like I love my host family. They're so great. We went to the beach today. That's so funny. My roommate, several two of my roommates studied abroad, and one of them I'm just thinking that has a blog from that time. <laughs> It's very common. It has like a WordPress. We're, oh, yeah. That's where it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leo, did you have gay sex this week? Unfortunately, no. I live with a, a couple who have a baby. And so like our, our kind of ground rules are slightly different than people For who sure. don't have 
Um, we went out to eat for the first time as a house outside and it was magical. Oh, no way. Um, and so like, this possibility of like being able to maybe meet somebody uh, either in person or maybe still on, on these godforsaken apps. Um, I feel like I'm really hopeful for more potential for meet cutes. I've been out as queer for a couple of years, um, but I haven't really had the time or opportunity, especially before the pandemic, to like uh, be with people who aren't cis women. And so... Um, the uh, potential for dates and like meeting people and just getting to experience and like feel more of like what I'm interested in and like what I want to pursue is really exciting to me. Yeah, that was the most um, thoughtful diplomatic way to say that you want to fuck. And if you are uh, not cis and listening to this right now, Leo wants to bone. Yeah, but a meet cute. A meet so no, you got it's super cute. It's fun. It's flirty. Yeah, it's summer. Yeah, it is fun and flirty in summer. Yeah. So catch him on a walk outside. <laughs> Just like catch Just eyes. If you see Leo, yeah. you have to drop something yeah, on the yeah, ground. Right, right, right. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. You have to bump into him and yeah. spill coffee yeah. all over him. Yeah. And you're like, oops, sorry. And Leo's like, oh hey, it's okay. And then you got For people who can't see this. My face is so pink right now. <laughs> so what's your ideal meet cute, yeah, Leo? Yeah, what is your ideal meet cute? You can Honestly, steal okay. from a rom-com I, oh, definitely. or a Disney movie. I love I love meet cutes that are like in a coffee shop or like uh you know, yeah. as an adult as like an adult out of college adult kind of like I haven't and it, maybe it's because I'm still kind of like my friend's age group is still kind of on the younger side to be getting married but and the pandemic like I haven't really invited been invited to a wedding and like had the like, chance to like meet somebody at the reception kind of thing uh-huh. you know that was kind of that's like, the like, best do you like, want a bone at a gay wedding yeah a queer wedding yeah <laughs> listener write in yeah <laughs> what color is the uh is what like what are the bridesmaids dresses what? looking the bride's exes the bri- bricks the, the bride the, mix, the bricks the bride mixes <laughs> what color dresses and suits yeah are the bride mixes wearing yeah, at yeah, this yeah. queer wedding yeah, wow i saved yeah. it yeah, you did say that, but I'm. But bride mm-hmm. is gendered, so that's that's the, also the problem. Bride well, maybe maybe she is a bride, the... and maybe the mixes okay. are not. Okay, great brides. Yeah, <laughs> always a brides mix they and never, never a, a, a bricks. bricks. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Love that. What's so your? I'm curious if you have like a meet cute story. Do I have a meet cute story? Uh, so this is with the same person we went on this trip with. And I think like mm-hmm. when it, you're in the relationship, it feels cuter than like when you're not, you look back like, oh, that's just how people meet, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was, right, right, right. You're like, how can you believe serendipitous? And it's like, you guys were just at the bar at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right, people are like, it's so crazy. Kind yeah. of, uh, I, I switched my major in the last year of college uh, to sociology with the intention of like being like, all right, sociology, social work. I was in a like an intro to stats class, which first of all, stats is awful. Unless you love that kind of thing, then more power to you. But, um, and I-, I There's a what uh, are the odds joke here, but- but continue. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Love it. Love it so much. Um, and I switched maybe a weekend, you know, when college classes start, you get like a week to drop a class and switch classes or whatever. And so I was a week late and I saw somebody that like, I was like, oh, I think I met this person last year because we both studied Spanish. And I think we had like a class together or like a day where we were just in the same room together. Um, and we started I started to sit with her uh, during class. Uh, she was kind of actually semi-tutoring me because again, I am awful with stats. And um, and then we also had a, another class together uh, and I would we kind of get there early in the hallway and just wait together for the open class to open up. Um, but tutoring is just hot. Like, no, tutoring, I, yeah. Like the fact yeah. that she's tutoring you yeah. is, is hot. <laughs> well, and I, I wasn't like looking to date. I wasn't looking for really anything. I would, and I'm also just as a person, not always on the quick on the up, uptake for for who's flirting. What's flirting look like? Am I flirting? Um, and so we just like it was just kind of like really kind of uh, uh, intertwined with like our studies. Um, and then at some point we just started hanging out, um, and uh, hanging out turned into like dating. And um, but you know it was kind of an organic like sort of like a college story, you know? Yeah. Who broke, yeah, but, but who broke the barrier between tutor and student? Honestly, I think we were, it was pretty mutual. I think like we both were kind of realizing we we're hanging out a lot. Like we had two classes together. We'd see each other several times a week and like 
we're starting to like get to class early just to sit with each other and wait. So oh, I think we were kind no, of. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah, that is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm retelling it and remembering it, I think it, I think it's cute. I think like as an objective person, if I try to be objective, it was cute. But it's hard to stay objective for too long when you kind of remember towards the end when it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, especially yeah. when we have Nazi flags waiting for us at the <laughs> end of this. <laughs> yeah. It's a very strange yeah. rom com. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. a very strange rom com. This is going way back to the beginning of the episode, but you said something I wanted to circle back to because it is like a. I think it's a trans issue that a lot of cis people don't know about. Mm -hmm. And because you brought it up before, I wanted to circle back to it. I know it's not super organic in the conversation, but you were talking about your passport and how difficult Mm. it was to go through all of that. Do you mind talking about that a little bit? Because I don't think people realize with these types of government forms Mm -hmm. how hard it is to deal with that yeah. as a trans person as I, as I as i go into it i want to preface it with like acknowledging the privilege i have and even having access to like getting my name changed and like the especially with a financial access because again it's like not super cheap and it's a whole process um and so the fact that i've been able to do it is something i'm, I'm super aware of and grateful for um and as somebody who is often perceived as cis i think my experience might have that's also impacted my experience i had to so i legally changed my name when i was 13 or 14 um, and that's one document that you need is a legal name change, especially if your birth certificate uh, hasn't been changed. Also, okay, like every state is different. Every state requirement is different. I'm not entirely sure what it's like through every state. For me, my process was I got my name changed when I was 14. I then took those name change papers to get my birth certificate changed, which as someone who's also adopted is a different layer because I have a Chinese birth certificate uh, from China in Mandarin. And then that was then used for a birth certificate in the United States, which also, I also had citizenship papers. My experience is not a typical experience of of getting these things together. So then I had to use my name change to change both my birth certificate. I don't remember if I changed my citizenship papers, which is why when you take those, you have to have your name change form. I also had to have a letter from a doctor stating that it's okay to have my the the sex listed differently on my passport than on other documents because my birth certificate still says F. I was oh, super right. lucky when I was right. 16 and got my license that the person working in the Secretary of State booth, because we got there right as they were closing, just put M on my license without any question. Whoa. Yep. Which and I was I was so scared for several years because I'd heard like other people who ha- that happened and like their license was revoked so they could be changed to what was supposed to be on it um so by the time i got my passport i had my birth certificate my name change papers my citizenship papers the letter from my doctor and then i chose to get expedited because i wanted it to come before i moved to california in case i needed it in case like on some chance i got a job that shot on location right you know not knowing about the industry and And that affects your job right there because it is like something people, a lot of people don't know this, but there, you know what, you do know this for a lot of jobs, you need to be able to drive, you need to be able to travel. So like having to go through mm-hmm. these extra hoops, like it's not just about like, you know, how you're feeling mm-hmm. this like really affects your day to day life. Yep. I mean, this literally like gave me heartburn. This whole process <laughs> sounded so I know. insane. I know. You're basically just like praying that your parents can just keep track of I mean, that's just part of it sure. is like having the physical documents. Yeah, yeah. For one. Yeah. For sure. Which is like, you know, some of them you just like which, can't fucking find. Yeah, I know. Who hasn't been panicked because they're like, where the fuck is my birth oh, certificate? Oh, straight You call up. your mom and your mom's like, I don't fucking know yeah, where birth certificate. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. And the only reason I had to have citizenship papers, and it probably would have been the same, is because uh, our house in Michigan had flooding problems. And when I was a baby, uh, my, my green card got uh, destroyed in the flood. So I had to have physical papers, oh, which I got when I was 11 or 12. Water whoa. kept splashing up on the boat when we were scuba diving. So I really understand. You can relate. You understand. Yeah, you, I totally you can, can relate. Yeah. So I got my citizenship papers when I was 11 or 12 and got an awful welcome to the U.S. letter from George Bush, which was ugh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Was it actually awful? If I had waited like a few months, I would have probably been from Obama. And I'm really sad. Okay, I okay. I just yeah. wanted to determine whether or not George Bush was actually like, fuck you. No, he wasn't like. <laughs> It was it was a general just welcome to these great United States. And I was yeah. 
okay. I've been here my entire life, but all right. It was, it was a headache and I'm so glad that I, I currently don't have to deal with that. Um, and I, I did get to use my passport um, last year for a job that I can't really talk about, but I, I got oh, to the Oh country. yeah, that's, Leo's booked. That's, that's the best. Leo's booked, <laughs> busy and booked. For the first Hell time, yeah. I, got to leave the, I got to leave the country for the first time that wasn't like driving to Toronto, which is like a yeah. five-hour yeah. drive from where I was. I mean, Whoa. Which is great. Toronto was great, but you didn't need, I didn't have a passport for that. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. I know we have a lot of cis listeners and it's just like a little bit of a glimpse into yeah. the daily life. But I mean, like also trans listeners who, I mean, like even me, like I, I had no idea that it was like this truly this difficult it's like very, it, yeah it is such a difficult process you kind of hear stories like this over and over and over again and people be like and then i i lost it like my parents lost it when i was younger and so i had to go get this and then i had to go and you do, do have this. to pay for replacements that's also something that's part of the financial yeah. privilege and access is you have to pay for replacements for court documents and for yeah. you know right. social, you know give them stuff you also have to deal with like going to these places and like doing a very like you know, uncomfortable thing. I yeah. mean, just like being trans and going to like the doctor, going to the yeah. DMV, going anywhere. It's just like totally alienating and just like makes you yeah. feel like you're not a fucking person. It and sucks. There are so right. many times day to day where we use our IDs that yeah, and don't even think about that. You it. don't even think about yep. it. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why it's important that this be yeah. something that people can do easily and yeah. for not that much money. <laughs> yeah, because like even like going to a bar. The postal yeah. worker uh, that helped me with my passport, she was, I mean, she's super sweet and like super well-meaning. It's one of those like good intentions. Mm -hmm. I brought all these documents and she's like reading. She goes, oh, okay. I had no idea. Like <laughs> could have fooled me. And, like she means yeah. it in a really nice way. And I'm from this like small town where it's not meant to be judgmental. It's really, she just really meant it. You know, it's one of those things like, I never would have been able to tell. And and so like when I said before, like my cis perceived privilege does play a role into it. It's just like, it's easy. it's less questioning, but in more like you get more of the, oh, I never would have known. Oh, I, you know, as you go and ask these documents for these, for this reason, they're like, oh. I think on the, the like if anyone's trying to relate to this at all, it reminds me a little bit of when I'm walking down the street with my very femme girlfriend and maybe I'm looking a little femme and you have the positive, what I call the positive gay cat call. Oh. Where people are just like, <laughs> now that's something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's just yeah. like, yeah. wow, you guys, I wouldn't have even known you were yeah, gay right. if you were separate. Uh, right, right, you know? right. And it's, right. it's just like, I get that it's positive. But also, can we like walk yeah, to, the, right. to the pier? Mind our own business. We're just trying to live your life. Well, thank you, Leo. That was a lot. And thank you for uh, yeah, thank taking you. the time to explain it. It's very appreciated. Thoughtful yeah. moments with Leo. Thoughtful moments with Leo, yeah. And information. Mm -hmm. Do you have time to, that we can go to Gara? Sure. Did you have gay sex this week? Uh, okay, no, I did not have gay sex this week. Uh, but the story I'm going to tell I think is pretty fitting for this interview with you, Leo, because I okay. have acted some in my life. And some would say, um, you know, have been an actor actor at points so i <laughs> i too i get it like i had to jet to some country as well for a, a role that i can't disclose either so um i i feel you but anyway <laughs> my story is about the first time i had a queer kiss on stage which is like Ooh. stage kisses are like a they're a little weird they are weird. <laughs> I would say that I'm they, they are weird. They they are weird. But like as someone who like grew up in like community theater and like it was like your only chances to be able to kiss someone like sure. multiple times. And you kind of like sure. do cute things like I would like put on like different like flavored chapstick. And, I like, always thought I've only <laughs> ever done I've only ever done one on camera kiss. Whenever I was in like any okay. kind of theater productions, people usually didn't do the kissing in rehearsal yeah. until very late. Like, right. Yeah. Right. We didn't. That's usually how it goes. It's like you don't yeah. kiss in rehearsal until like. But anyway. I, and the I, Iowa community yeah. theater is a <laughs> but world think, renowned uh, yeah, we took theatrical it very, institution. Very seriously. But I think honestly my thing is is like growing up I was I, I was just a little hornball. Like that was my hornball. <laughs> I was a hornball. Like I, I discovered my sexuality when I was like 10 years old and discovered porn then as well. So I just wanted to kiss always. Like sure. I was literally like Tina Belcher 
from Bob's Burgers. Just being like, God, it's just everyone is gorgeous. I can't even believe this. So I was kind of like, anytime I get a role, I'd be like, great. Is there a kiss in it? Like, do we have to kiss? I, I don't care. Like, I will kiss if we need to. You're the tree. You're tree number tree. four. No, no, and no, you're no. like, is there a kiss? No, straight up. It was kisses. And it was also haircuts because I was unknowingly trans masculine and would be like, oh, do you need someone to cut their hair? I'll, I'll cut my hair. If you need someone else. <laughs> I was really pining for Annie just so I could cut my hair. Oh. Yeah. And be able to go home to my mom and be like, yeah, sorry. Uh, you know, Mr. Thompson says I have to cut my hair. So <laughs> unfortunately, I, I do have to I cut my that. hair. But anyway, I did a play, like a really small play in New York City and played a queer girl. And I had to kiss this one girl. And we like knew like the whole time that we would have to kiss. And no matter how prepared you are for it, it is uncomfortable. Leo, you could probably I've never kiss anybody on screen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, never. But like, do you feel that way that like, it yes is? and no, I'm still learning what is appropriate for the scene. We have intimacy coordinators. So we we talk, we really talk it out. Like, do we use tongue? Do we not? Do you want I identify as your- an intimacy coordinator? <laughs> as the host of this podcast? I am an intimacy coordinator. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yours is a yeah. little bit higher production. <laughs> right. Whereas this really- queer yeah. performance literally took place <laughs> in someone's bathroom right, yeah. with folding like chairs in it. There. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I knew that I had to kiss this girl. Gorgeous. She she was like gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I do have like some confidence issues regarding girls I find very, 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 very pretty. Especially girls, I think, because like I... I don't know. I don't know if it's like a gender thing or if well, it's like Jen, a... Jen has spoken to me about this. She's like, flirting with men is fucking easy. Mm-hmm. And flirting with women is very intimidating. That's <laughs> what do, she says. I do also find it a little bit intimidating. I do. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're shaking your head, Leo, and I'm like, how do you feel yeah, about Yeah, I'm a little shocked that you don't uh, agree. Well, maybe it's because I'm also kind of relatively new to like the guy scene, but I find men terrifying in general. And so if the idea of flirting with them is like, how? But you're talking about gay, like gay men or queer men who are super intimidating to me. That's what it is. Cis straight men are simple beings. I, I would have to agree. I even, yeah, even when I'm flirting with gay men, I also feel really insecure. I mean, that's also just like with me, like a- For me, flirting with gay men is, I just better put on a fucking good performance. I want a review at the end on how funny I was. That's how I feel. But it, it, especially with girls, I find it to be very, very, very intimidating. Yeah. And this girl was sure. absolutely sure. gorgeous. She was so pretty. And I um just knew that we would have to kiss. And I, the whole time, was just like- you know, she was like taller than me and like she mm. was like a model like she yeah, had, she was like a model up. on. I know I was kind of like, OK, this is this is huge for me. This she really was a, big she moment. was a model on America's Next Top. Yeah, America's yeah, yeah. My America's favorite next queer model. Me. Um, I also OK, good. I I will say in this play. I had to like be toppy and I'm not I'm not toppy I'm like very much like when we would do the scene without like the kissing they would kind of always comment on like Gara what like why are you kind of like submitting immediately and I'm like Gara why are your legs spread open and bent over (laughs) and I don't subscribe to like the top and bottom thing but I very much am like a person who like will kind of be like yes Yes, mommy. <laughs> like, uh, I literally go there. <laughs> yes. So anyway, we were set to kiss. And my mom was like, my very oh Midwestern mother was like, I want to come to your show. Except she didn't say it like that. She was like, she was like, oh, I would, I would love to come to your show. And I was like, okay, just so you know, mm-hmm. I um am gay in this show. And I kiss a girl. And she was like, ow. Wow. Okay. And me, like my mom, my very Midwestern mother is now torn and seeing like. Also, my very Midwestern mother is another play that the same playwright wrote. (laughs) 
anyway. But anyway, so she was like, I'm going to um, come to your show. And I was like, okay, I'm just letting you know. I'm going to warn you. This is going to happen in the show. So it like comes to the day. It's like one of those things where like you do the show. And then she's like, well, is there an intimacy coordinator? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just want to make sure I'm you only guys are taking care of. Yeah, right. But it's right. for her watching right. yeah, yeah, a yeah. staff come out with blindfolds. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yes. You yeah. needed an oh intimacy God, coordinator yeah. for your mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Mothers. Um, so yep. we get to the day. We kind of like, I guess, maybe had like kissed for the first time, like, the night before or something like that. And when we had kissed, I was kind of like, this girl's great. If you're listening, you're great. She's really bad. She was <laughs> bad really kisser. bad at kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Do you think oh. she, she was nervous? I don't think so. She seemed, well, maybe, you know, I could misjudge. She could she could have some confidence. Do you think issues. your guys' kissing styles just didn't match? I mean, that's also a thing of like, you're not like practicing kissing with this person. But- was there tongue? no but it was like a pretty steamy scene like you know she like took off my shirt and like we like how can you be a bad kisser with no tongue i feel like tongue is where it goes wrong how do you fuck up the lips i uh, yeah you can she bite just, too much yeah, you, could, you could bite too much she didn't like open her mouth enough it was, she was like pecking yeah yeah and i think like i don't know if it was like nerves or something anyway so i was like i was like okay I feel I feel a little bit better now because I I feel confident in my kissing skills. But anyway, it comes to the night we're like doing the show, and my mom is like out in the audience. I can see her. Like it's like literally like there's like fucking because like there's 50, four seats. Right, there are like literally four no. seats. It's like my mom, my twin, and like the director. Like that's like all who's there. And meanwhile, my mom is like not. She does not acknowledge the fact. Not to bring this down. This is just the truth. She does not acknowledge the fact that I'm queer. She doesn't. She just okay. completely blows yeah. past it. Your she, sexuality in addition to your your gender? Okay. All of it. She does not. She knows. She does not acknowledge. And that's kind of like a big Midwestern thing, I think, is like For if sure. we just don't talk about it, it's, it's not, not a, a thing. Yeah. But meanwhile, yeah. you know, she needs to post on Facebook that she went to Gara's first play in New York City. So she had to come. It was really kind of like I found it to be like the perfect storm because I was like, I'm going to get my fucking yeah. homophobic mother the to perfect watch me storm. make out with a girl. I'm standing on yeah. stage. But do you even see me yeah. under these lights? Who and that am was actually I? my monologue. <laughs> At the beginning. <laughs> so damn. Uh, you I, are. Yeah, yeah, it was not bad. That was good. That was good. <laughs> anyway, so I'm kind of like, I'm really not even nervous about it. I'm like, maybe if I make out with a girl in front of my mother, she will finally realize that I like I do this for a living. Sure. LOL. I do this for a living. I make out with women. <laughs> no. For a living. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether or not what the activity is or if you're being paid for it. If you're pursuing a dream and this is a a work thing for you. That's your work. That's what you do for a living. I'm mostly just talking about yeah. the making, making out. <laughs> cool. I'm but just I, here to validate you, you, bro. For, thank I'm you for validating, validating me, you. man. And I feel validated. I am a performer and I make out with women and those are my two jobs. But anyway, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe her seeing me like basically like in a like long makeout scene. Like it's like gets pretty steamy. I like walk out on stage she like starts taking my shirt off, start making out. And like, I can see out of the corner of my eye, like she's in the front row. My mom does this thing where she comes to all of my things and eats trail mix through the whole thing. And you can hear oh, the rustle of God. the bag. Yeah. You can hear the rustle of the bag and she's very loud. She makes a lot of like noises with her mouth. So she'd be like, mm. <laughs> like she's constantly talking. <laughs> I don't know what's I wrong hate, with her. I hate she, Keely so oh much. God. Oh my god! One time I was on a comedy show and someone came backstage and was like, "Guys, I absolutely railed into this woman in the front fucking row who was eating trail mix. She had her feet up on the stage. No. She was being so." And I went, "I think that was my mom." 
<laughs> you think you she think is, it was your mom? She is literally the woman at like we'll go to Applebee's and if like the oh. the t- uh the fucking fish is like a little bit undercooked. Applebee's. Like, I'm sorry. Like, can we send this back? Like, that's my mom. Anyway, so I'm like hearing her the rustle of the bag. It's like all quiet because like the scene is like completely quiet. I'm like hearing her rustle, <laughs> kind of be like, oh, oh, I can hear her like oh's like she's the only one talking, just being like, oh, oh my god, oh. Oh, <laughs> and so I was like, yo, your mom, I would love oh. to get a TikTok video of me and your mom. Uh, Leo, I'm, I, I'm big on TikTok for hecklers, like people interacting with people in the audience <laughs> like this. Yeah, that actually would be, yeah. Uh. Ashley Gavin destroys Gail Lonning's mom. <laughs> Not oh, yeah. sexually. Yeah. Anyway, so the that show gets done. That needs to be done. a series. Yeah, it does. <laughs> part one, part two, part 45. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The show gets done. I like come out. You're like meeting everyone. Everyone's like saying good job. And mm-hmm. my mom's there. And she's like, like acting like nothing. She's acting pretty unfazed. She's doing the Midwestern mom thing of like, if we don't address it. And I do the I'm your trans like queer kid thing. And right. I say, yeah. so how did you like that kiss? And she goes, <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think you're. I don't see. <laughs> and while she's saying that, one of the people who actually plays another person that I like hook up with in the show comes up to me, grabs my ass and goes, hey, mom. <laughs> and like literally is like standing there with me while my mom is like absolutely like they said, hey, mom, to your mom, to my oh. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Grabbing your my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so she was kind of like, OK, like, we'll just go home. She got in an Uber, went home. Epilogue is. Dude. I'm going to fuck your mom. <laughs> I do find my mom to be like, she tells me stories this in college. This is a very and- Shane Ellis moment from the original. Whoa. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only way we can get her to come around. I have to fuck your mom. Who, Shane or my mom? Your mom. To get my mom to come around. Yeah. Yeah, you got to fuck my mom. Anyway, epilogue is, is my mom like a few months later. I was talking to her about like this other play I was doing and she was like, I really think you should stay away from like gay roles. And that's the ending. It's not a very good ending, but that's no, but there's no way it could have gone well. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to let Leo. What do you what do you think about thoughts on Keely? Well, first of all, where in the Midwest are you? Is your mom? Are you from? I'm from Iowa. From Iowa. Okay. I'm from Michigan, but Iowa's even more. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I will say even with a mom who's queer like or lesbian identified and like knows my identity, she still doesn't want to see this. Right. Like she she's like right. she can validate the importance of these stories. She can be like what you're doing is great, what the show is doing is so important, and at the end of the day still will not want to see these scenes, right? Yeah. Cuz they're sexual is what you're saying? Because like our parent there are parents, right? Like there are many things happening and I'm sorry that your mom hasn't fully like there with you around your identity. I've yet not yet met a parent who is like into and open around identities who still wants to see their child in these situations. Kathy Gavin is that parent. Just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> Kathy Gavin. Yeah, Got she it. really just Got wants it. to watch you just bone down. <laughs> I think, though, if I were in a scene kissing a guy, because I have had those, like, I have been in, like, productions where I've had to be, like, with men and, like, it is, like, kind of no question after that. Your like, mom's if- not like, I don't think you should be in straight roles. <laughs> yeah, I think you yeah. should stay away from I don't think it's for you. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do, yeah. hey, I, I agree. If I had a child, I would be, like straight up covering my yeah, eyes probably sure. yeah but yeah anyway. i thought it was a great story oh thank you yeah. i came up with it before i knew that uh who we were interviewing so there you go um wow serendipitous Perfect. a meet cute oh you, my god if you will. what are yeah. the odds what are the odds <laughs> um leo you have been on the phone with us on zoom yeah. with us for yeah. nine years <laughs> on the most yeah. technically difficult crazy yeah, episode completely. of we're having gay sex ever thank you so much you also like i do want to thank you i straight up was like please tell us about this documentation because which was a which was horrific process yes and it was thank you for doing that i know that's like uh emotionally laborious so i i thank you for that um i didn't give you much of a choice but anyway we want to do your plugs 
what where can people find yeah, you yeah i'm on twitter uh leo shang i leo shang because i thought that was really cool and official sounding same with instagram i don't i have tiktok i don't i don't post anything i thought i would this season as like behind the scenes stuff but i just never did those are the main those are the main areas i uh main platforms i utilize and when does the next season of the l word come out uh season two comes out august 8th Amazing. Wow. An wow. actor. An, an actor. <laughs> Just flawless. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thank you. We will release you now from this hour and <laughs> yeah. 45 minute long thank Zoom you. call. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Yeah, you're amazing. You know, thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. This has been so much fun. It, I love when they're more conversational. And thank you both for sharing your stories. And um, it's been it's been so much fun. I wow. really enjoyed this. Leo, I don't think I've ever been thanked oh, yeah, for my I don't story think so either that was and really sweet the thing is that there was a lot of emotional labor in my story because <laughs> yeah again, yeah your your story was really hard the to coral tell. reef is being destroyed yeah. guys and that is triggering for me that is triggering it is triggering um, i feel you no you were great we would love to yeah, have you back yeah yeah because you are Absolutely. a great guest um I am in love with you. <laughs> oh, Me as well. You're both so great. This has been absolutely amazing. Well, thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. No gay thought this week. Just a, just a note from me personally. Um, you guys reaching out to me and saying the kinds things that you have has uh, touched my heart. God damn it. They've they've just uh, they've touched my heart, and uh, I'm grateful for you guys. Um, I you know it's weird because it's what they call a parasocial relationship, but I do really feel connected to so many of you because you do reach out, and I I do read the notes, and I feel like I understand what you guys you know enjoy and and get out of the podcast and what it means to you um on a number of different levels i hope that i do um and as i i make this content in the future uh you know i know you guys responded to the vulnerability um i'll always try and be open and honest with you uh because you guys just made me feel really good about that this week um but it'll always be funny funny first you're always going to have the best monday um best monday content around that's my promise to you and we got a lot of new donors these past two weeks. You guys are really saving my bum. I don't know why I we talk about fingering all the time on this fucking podcast. I don't know why I censored bum there. But there are so many new uh, donors that I'm just going to rattle off a few of them right now. Thank you. If you donate, you get all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, but you also get these shout outs. So there's 9 million of them. Uh, it's going to take a while to get through them all, but here we go. On TikTok, we have Shay.Amasia. On Instagram, we have IAMP.J. On Instagram, we have Meredith.Cash. On Instagram, we have Aurora Sparkles with a Z. Hey, Aurora. Aurora came to a number of my shows on the West Coast. On Instagram, we have AliceH1L. On uh, TikTok, we have HazyB91. On Instagram, we have Lizzie Likes Bikes. Sorry, on Instagram, we have Lizzie.likes.bikes. On Instagram, we have Busy Bailey B. On Instagram, we have Parker Sampier. On Twitter, we have Achrome724. That's with a K. On Twitter, we have Will Gavin Harris. I, I wonder if we're related. On Instagram, we have Guacamolio. On Instagram, we have Liz Khalifa <laughs> with two Zs. On Twitter, we have There's Lola. On Instagram, we have La Salsa with two A's at the end. On Instagram, we have Jenny underscore Dom, D-A-H-M. On Instagram, we have uh, Bellin Domen... Oh, boy. On Instagram, we have Bellin Domenech... B-E-L-E-N-D-O-M-E-N-E-C-H. I'm so sorry. On Instagram, we have Alligators Bite. On Instagram, we have Nikki Stavitz. On Instagram, we have Scout underscore Broughton. On uh, Twitter, we have Catholic Mystic. On Twitter, we have uh, Bethany93 Duncan. On Instagram, we have Sarah A. McKinnon. On Instagram, we have GR underscore CEH. On Instagram, we have Sam1839. That's Sam with three M's. 
on Instagram, we have Wallery and Romeo. On Instagram, we have Lily Ross with two L's and an I. On Twitter, we have But You Know I Won't. On Twitter, we have Grubby Baby Hands. On TikTok, we have Lesbian Equestrian. And I think that's all we have time for now. Thank you guys so much for your donations. It, it makes an enormous difference. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart. This has made a really big difference in my quality of life and for the future quality of the podcast. Thank you.